Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. It's showtime. Hey, we finally know who bit Beyonce in the face. Also, is Kesha calling out Dr. Luke for raping another A-list celebrity? We will have both those stories here in a minute. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Bill Cosby this morning. Yeah, he is getting ready to go off to jail for probably the rest of his life. And you've always, I know I've always kind of wondered how his wife, Camille, has been able to stand by him all of this time And there are reports coming out now from Radar Online saying that she has had enough and that she has moved out of their Philadelphia home. She's going to file for divorce. So Bill is on house arrest until his sentencing in September, living alone with just a single employee to take care of him. Sources saying he literally is home alone. She even took the staff with her. Mm. Even Bill's three living children have abandoned him. They're with Camille at home in Massachusetts and haven't visited their dad in months. Source says Bill begged Camille to stay, but she's not interested. She wants to leave his scandal behind her. She has no interest in seeing Bill. She doesn't want his reputation affecting the life she's building for herself. And then she's even planning to sell the house in Philly once Bill is behind bars. Oh. So. Okay. I kind of like this path that she's on, though. I mean, he probably needs to hire his own people and do his own thing now. If it's true. If it is true, yeah. All right. Well, what we do have going on, according to papers in the ongoing legal battle between Kesha and Dr. Luke, Kesha once accused Luke of raping Katy Perry, too. These papers were filed by Luke's legal team as part of his $50 million countersuit against Kesha. And they say Kesha told that to Lady Gaga in a text exchange back in February of 2016. The papers go on to say, quote, Following this text message conversation and with Kesha's encouragement, Gaga spread negative messages about Dr. Luke in the press and on social media. Katie was apparently deposed as part of Dr. Luke's lawsuit, but what she said has not been revealed. There has been no word from Katie or Kesha since the story broke yesterday, but uh, Dr. Luke's people issued a statement calling the allegation that he raped Katie a malicious falsehood, and they also claim that Katie herself has denied it. Yeah, I would think if that were to happen, if that happened, that would be Katy Perry's place to to talk about it, not Kesha's. I feel though, like uh, was it last year when Kesha was kind of in the news about about Doctor whatever his name is? Yeah, uh, didn't she insinuate that there were multiple people that we all knew mm-hmm, that also she did. like even back then she wasn't given names, but she was saying, "Hey, I'm not alone on this. Yeah, right. I'm not the only one." Mm-hmm. So Tiffany Haddish has had the world in suspense ever since she told that story about a drugged up actress who bit Beyonce's face at a party last December. And she's finally revealed the identity of the biter. 
How do you, I'm Sanaa, is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. Lathan, Sanaa Lathan. Well, I just looked it up and it says you pronounce it like Sanaa, like Sinatra, like Sanaa. Sanaa, okay. Sanaa Lathan. And this is what Tiffany finally told the Hollywood Reporter. I'm super good friends with Sanaa's stepmom and her dad and they were mad at me. They were like, why would you do this to the family? Black actresses have to stick together. Why would you try to ruin her career? But I didn't try to ruin her career. I never said her name. I was just trying to say how Beyonce kept me from going to jail that night for going after her. So meanwhile, Tiffany also told a story about how she propositioned Leonardo DiCaprio for sex with a very amusing stipulation. She said, I met him at a party two or three months ago and I asked him if he'd let me hit that. And then he goes, I mean, I'll do it. But I told him my only stipulation I want to do it with you as your character and what's eating Gilbert grape. And so she said he started laughing and he asked why. She said, because I feel like that performance deserves a real reward and that reward is me. Oh, my God. So she, <laughs> she said he started blathering about how he got into the role. And she said, quote, I just need to know when's this going to happen? And it doesn't sound like it has, at least not yet. Mm. Who else did she proposition not that long ago? It was another, I think it was Brad Pitt. It was she somebody. Just keeps she putting just, it out there. Huh? I know. She, hey, you know, you walk, you ask 10 gorgeous, sexy, <laughs> A-list actors. One of them's going to say yes. You right, just don't Jeff? know. I mean, the you know, law of averages. Uh, sure. The law of averages. You know, Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Eventually. At least one. Maybe that's Thanks. what I need to start doing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sue. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, Sue. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Good morning. You get to play Faker for Real today. It is a very complicated game and a really, really tough one today. So three headlines. If you can pick out the real one, you're going to Kentucky Kingdom and Hurricane Bay and Louisville, okay? Sounds great. All right. Is it A? A woman at a music festival somehow got her head stuck in a tailpipe. Is it B? A woman calls 911 because her pizza wasn't cooked fast enough. Or C, a woman protects her family from a fake cop with quick thinking and a taco. <laughs> I'm going to say B. Yeah. All right. Hey, I get upset when that pizza doesn't cook fast enough, don't you guys? Oh, my gosh. I stare at All it like it's going to cook faster. All the time. But you couldn't have gone wrong because all three of them are correct. So we'll start with the one that Sue picked, B. 32-year-old woman in Elgin, Ontario, Canada, called 911 on Monday from a restaurant, and when the cops got there, the emergency was that the woman and her 10-year-old son were hangry, <laughs> and the restaurant hadn't made their pizza fast mm-hmm. enough. Amen. The co- cops gave the woman a warning and told her, don't call 911 again unless there's imminent 
danger. Like a real something happening. Right. Uh, let's see. A. A 19-year-old woman named Caitlin Strom was at the Winstock Country Music Festival in central Minnesota last weekend, and she was checking out a truck when she put her head in its oversized tailpipe, which is just funny. Even Uh, funnier is it got stuck in said tailpipe. Lucky she didn't die. I mean, really? Firefighters had to come (laughs) use a power saw to get her head out of there and a Six-second video showing them about to saw the tailpipe has gotten more than 2.4 million views. After Caitlin got free from the tailpipe, she was escorted out of the festival, and the cops cited her for underage drinking. You know, I mean, I if you're going to stick a body part in something, you know, I, I would head would be on the bottom of my list. Pinky finger? Maybe, right? What a great story, though, when you get older. Like, right now, you can't be like, oh, I stuck my head in a tailpipe. But, like, in What's 10 years. What's the dumbest years, thing you did when you when were. When somebody's yeah. asking you, you're like, I got kicked out of a music festival because. Yeah. And, boy, we should all be so cool acting, you know, under uh, life or death pressure such as this one. You know, just to keep your wits about you and to. Uh, Think as quickly as this woman did in Los Angeles on Saturday. A uh, family in Los Angeles was heading home from a water park on Saturday night, and they stopped at a taco truck for dinner. And a 38-year-old guy named Juan Rodriguez walked up to them, told them he was an undercover cop, and flashed a gun. Well, the mom's instincts kicked in, and immediately she just she just knew he was not a cop, and. She also knew that she had to protect her four children, her husband, and herself. So she handed him a taco, (laughs) and he took it. (laughs) And then she told him she was going to go grab him a few napkins. She went up to the people working in the truck and calmly told them not to look, but the man was threatening her family with a gun and asked them to call 911, and they did. The cops came and arrested Juan for child endangerment and impersonating a police officer, and he also had several outstanding warrants. Smart. Yeah, really smart thinking. Good thinking, lady. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.